Welcome to a world that only exists at night, where heroes are found in the strangest of places. A world populated by forgotten classics, video nasties, and the head of their town. Take a look with me at misunderstood geniuses and those who believe themselves to be so. This is the world of the Midnight Screening. Welcome back everyone to Midnight Screening. My name is Nathan Lang. With me as always is Josh K. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately I'm here too. Hi. And hi Hennessy. Yeah, I don't want to be here. Just before I announce the, the very finished intro here, I, I want to state, I know I've said it before sarcastically a few times on this show and not, not really meant it. This time I do. I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> Are you? You better I be. am. Oh, wait, this wait, time are, round, I... are you sorry because you put us through it, or are you sorry because you put yourself through it also? Well, mainly the last one. There but... we go. <laughs> yeah, today's film is the 2018 financial disaster, Holmes and Watson. Um, and I think uh, I think we filmed it. Why this was such a financial disaster? <laughs> Because it was utter garbage. Yes, yes it was. Oh. It actually, do you know what? It surprised me how bad it was. I, it's been a while since yeah. I've been genuinely surprised by a movie. So I applaud it for that. For everything <laughs> else. They should die. I love yeah. that. It took me three times to get through this film, though. That's That's saying something. Yeah, also. And just yeah. for some context, yeah, right? So the first time I watched it, I thought I'd got maybe half an hour in before just falling asleep on my desk. Then when I went to rewatch it, well, rewatch the bit that I hadn't seen because I wasn't watching it from the start again. That was not happening. I then no. skimmed through, you know, the Netflix bar, you were scrolling through to see where it got to. Turns out I got an hour and 15 minutes into the film. Not half an hour. Shows how awful this film is. The fact that mm. I thought I had gotten only half an hour in because nothing had happened. But nope, I had done over half the film. And then that yeah. last half hour, I had to take two seconds to watch because I just couldn't. Yeah. Just couldn't. Yeah, it get it got worse. It yeah. just progressively decides to become more and more shit. Yeah, I think I got half an hour in my first watch, 15 minutes my second watch, and then like the last 40-odd minutes in my third watch, and god damn it. So I win because I did it in two watches. <laughs> Do you really win, though? Do you win? No, see what happened was I was gonna like I was gonna just shotgun it last night, right? I'm gonna be I'm just gonna get okay. through it. Yeah. And I'm usually good at that. No matter how awful a film is, I can just get to the end. I I fell asleep. I straight up just <laughs> I straight up just woke up with my laptop on my chest and went, I'm gonna need to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> figure out what what's going on in this thing it's it's so bad it's so bad yeah i will i will give it props i laughed three times and i will tell you exactly what three times i laughed right okay two times with john c Riley, and one times one of the little kids it's hilarious it's when he called sherlock a wanker hilarious oh no i, I, I like, hated yeah, that I, bit I, I liked the kids and it, oh, no, um, please like, rephrasing. Please rephrase. Like that. I mean, <laughs> the characters, like the the news kids, I thought were quite funny. Um, the second time is when I'm I'm gonna have to say spoilers because it does spoil a bit. 
Um, when oh, who cares? <laughs> Watson has to fight Braun Strowman. Also, why is Braun Strowman in this movie? Um, it's when he has to fight him, and then he goes, I call bullshit! I'm like, that's pretty funny. And then, uh, when he's attached to the wheel, and Sherlock try, he's like, wanting Sherlock to save him, and right at the end, we just get done with it, he's just like, just get me off the fucking wheel! <laughs> I yeah, laughed at those was, three pieces. That scene... Those are funny. That scene was almost a joke. That was almost like a naked yeah. gun kind of set up. And, yeah. Yeah. It's shame it's at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, the key word in that sense being almost a joke. It wasn't even as it's, if it all... kind of redeemed itself. It was just... There's, yeah. there's a couple times where it almost feels like you're watching like a naked gun movie. And yeah. then it just misses the point. <laughs> yeah. Because I liked the, the, the boxing ring scene... The attempt to pay-per-view joke. Yeah. And, I, like, I didn't laugh, but I went, okay, I get it. Like, I and get the joke the, um, That's almost the smart. drunk risky text. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the you know, um, pick. No. It's, it, like, it, I feel like, real quick, I just realized, before we continue complaining, we should probably have a quick description of what this movie actually is. So people, under- true, actually, so yes. people understand Take why we're point. complaining. We've Josh, would you like to describe what this film oh, is? Um, right, so think about everything you hate most in the world combined into about an hour and a half worth of footage. Now picture that, but ten times worse. And there you go. But, more specifically, it's John C. Reilly and Will Ferrell being Holmes, Sherlock Holmes and John Watson back, you know, it's Victorian London. But the concept here is that it's a comedy. Because <laughs> that's not right. It's meant to be a mystery. I don't know. And all that, the jokes fall flat. It just, it yeah, doesn't work. Yeah. That's the annoying thing. Because the idea of having, like, a genuinely iconic comedic duo play Holmes yeah. and Watson, it's such a good idea. Yeah. Why why didn't they just try and make we... it? Right. I think what bugs me about that is I found yeah. the Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law, Sherlock Holmes and John Watson characters way yeah. more funny than I found these. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. a that straight up comedy film. And that bothers me. Like that should not be the case. This film does a joke almost straight out of the Guy Ritchie film, but it's less funny. Which one? Yeah. Uh, when the boxing ring after John C. Reilly gets thrown out, yeah. you got oh, Will yeah, Ferrell the, as Sherlock yeah. and he does the, the weird main palace thing and it doesn't work. Yeah. And I was sitting I was like, this was funnier in the movie you're parodying. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we here? My question I, is, are feeling... we just wrong? Are we wrong about Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly? That's, that's my, a lot of my thoughts on this film are, I think they wrote a very crap script and realised that, but couldn't be bothered rewriting it, so they thought, how could we make this maybe passable so it sells some sort of tickets? And their their theory for that Which was... Which it didn't. Get two big <laughs> comedy stars and release it on Boxing Day, so everyone's going to go see it after Christmas. That's the issue with, with Will Ferrell, I think, is he's he's a wonderful comedic performer, mm-hmm. but he does not do a lot to enhance your bad idea. Yeah. You know, you need like an Adam McKay or someone genuinely already funny to be reining him <laughs> to where he needs to be. Yeah. Because he plays like he's he's doing the same thing he does in like Anchorman or Step Brothers or whatever. 
it's just not funny. <laughs> it's also part of the problem, though, is he's playing the character of a goofy, comedic person with no substance, but that worked in all the yeah. other films that he's in. And then all of a sudden he's trying to do it here, and that leads to all the jokes falling flat and them just getting nowhere with this film because they've just got a bunch of... It almost at points feels more like a sketch comedy than an actual comedy because they've just got loads of flapstick jokes that don't work together, but they've tried to mush it and make it into a narrative that just doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, that's why I referenced The, the Naked Gun. I think that's that's my favourite film that does that. Like the Naked, I cannot tell you the plot of The Naked Gun, and I've seen it like eight times. Mm. But it works because that's the point, you know. It's a it's a sequence of let's get uh, Leslie Nielsen in various wacky situations that vaguely relate to like this police storyline. Yeah, but this one cares so much about the mystery aspect for some reason because that's what makes Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes. So. It's almost frustrating that they keep getting the Sherlock lore correct. But I don't know why that bothered me. <laughs> it's so loving, but also so disrespectful at the same time. Yeah. God, it's such a bad movie. Yeah. I actually gagged at a point. Yeah, like physically gagged? Yes. Physically gagged. It was, um, it was the, uh, the autopsy scene. One bit oh, that bothers right. me is oh, they right. put on Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers from the 1950s. When Sherlock set? Yeah, I don't think they're going for historical accuracy here. I don't care, that annoyed me. <laughs> and then it's it's the bit where John C. Reilly, like hooks the cake out his belly button. <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should... I, I know it's not like I know it's like probably an overreaction, but ew, gross. No, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, it was gross out, but it wasn't like fun gross out. No, you know? like there's funny gross outs. There is funny. The, gross the, the, outs. the whole time watching that scene, I was thinking, how funny is the surgery scene in Spies Like Us? I and then I was going, that. why am I watching Spies Like Us? That's a funny movie. <laughs> did you? Did you guys like? Um, did you guys get the feeling of watching, uh, like like Step Brothers or Talladega Nights, just to make sure that you like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell duo? Like after, oh yeah, the movie, like, you're like I just want to watch that. My, just... my plan the first time watching it that I didn't do because it, it took me so long to get through this one film was just to follow <laughs> up with Step Brothers so that I was happy again in life yeah. and didn't want to go <laughs> jump off a bridge. But ew. Didn't get the chance to do that because it took me so bloody long to watch through this film that's only an hour and a half long. Yeah. I did I did rewatch uh the Cowbell skit from SNL. Yeah. After this I was like, yep, Will Ferrell is very funny. Like <laughs> I'm glad. I'm not I'm not wrong here. He is a very talented man. I mean, it takes a lot for me to laugh at a guy going, If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. <laughs> Why do I laugh at that line? It's a, a, for some reason it's a funny line. But no, like Nothing that Will Ferrell said, I laughed at. Great, yeah. To be fair, to both Riley and Will Ferrell, they're not the only two funny people that aren't funny in this movie. No, of course. The majority of the cast in this film. Yeah, there is a slew of brilliant performers in this movie. 
and no one does anything funny the whole Please. time. So I can tell you some of the actors, but who, apart from Steve Coogan, who's the funny that's meant to be? Yeah. Who's the funny? Yeah, you got to say, oh yeah, Steve Coogan. Who's the Alan funny Partridge that's not funny? Himself. Alan Partridge himself. Yeah. yeah, sorry. But who's the Love that meant to be funny that's not funny? Apart from Steve Coogan. Yeah, uh, you got, well, you got Rob Braden. Hugh Laurie. Who... Right, is Hugh Laurie meant to be funny? Yeah. Because he's done a lot of dramatic roles. Yeah, well, the house kind of changed him, but he was a comedian for a long time before that. The Fry and Laurie stuff. Oh, I forgot about Fry and Laurie. Is it weird that he played Stephen Fry's character? I think that might be why they cast him, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's a whole, like, reveal and everything where it's like, it's Hugh Laurie, and then they do, again, nothing funny with him. Yeah. I know, but they talk with their minds. That's hilarious. Don't you get the joke? Because then Watson has to go into a room with a monkey and a guy with a bag on his head. It's comedy yeah. genius, Nathan. Come and a child. That's not even a Sherlock joke. That's how I met your mother. I couldn't like... finish that sentence. <laughs> that is not how I met your mother. No, that's the thing. They're like, oh, we're smart. We can telepathically like communicate. Oh, right. That's just how I met your mother. That's not Sherlock. <laughs> no, that's not being smart. That's being like no, knowing someone for about... that long. You can talk to yeah. them with a look. Which is a joke, like a competent like joke. And we do it at work. We do it at work uh, when something gets said. I look at you and go, and I can, yeah. you can know I'm telling you this is Bill. Because the joke in How I Met Your Mother is they've been friends so long that like they can tell what each yeah. other thinking by like the way they look at each other. So they heighten it by pretending to have a conversation in their minds. That's a joke. That's like a reference to a thing that happens and then yeah. a punchline. What happens yeah. here is they're like, we're very smart. What? <laughs> Question. Who's who's on IMDb? Me. Yeah, we've got the pages open. See the woman that plays Massey's Hudson. Oh, uh, Kelly MacDonald. Is she Scottish? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that's, um, she was in Trainspotting. Yeah, I know, but can you see where I'm coming from? It seemed fake. It's an exagger- it's an exaggerated accent for sure, yeah. yeah right. Which is weird because she's already got the strongest Glaswegian accent I've ever heard. Yeah, it's for comedic effect, though. Obviously, it's not because then she just got really bloody annoying. They did the same joke in Wreck It Ralph too, <laughs> with the same actress. Yeah, she was. She's the voice of Merida. Oh uh, yeah. And they did the same thing in Wreck It Ralph too, where she does a like her accent but worse, and then everyone's like. I don't know what you're saying. Comedy. <laughs> the Scottish accents are hilarious. Yeah, it's funny when someone has a different accent to you. Yeah. That's a great joke, everyone. Let's keep yep. doing it forever. Mm. And we'll use the same people twice. Yeah, it's, oh, I feel so bad that that's essentially all Kelly MacDonald does nowadays. <laughs> yeah. She's Scottish. a very talented actress as well. Yeah, man. Just that. Is that, is that all this episode's gonna be from now on? We're just gonna go like, who else is normally good in things that was in this movie? It's just like, yeah, like we should give Ray that finds... heads up right now. This whole episode is gonna be nothing but complaints. I don't think any of us have got anything good to say about this film. Ray Fiennes, I thought he was gonna be the saving grace of this movie. Nope, oh. he's a wanker. That's the joke. Yeah, it's the whole. That... And they do it twice. Bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> that whole 
subsection. I'm, th- I'm sorry for the language, but the whole subject after on a nest, I'm like, I don't really understand that. Then when they started going through it, I'm like, I'm shouting at the TV. He's a wine car. Come on! It's like, oh god, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the scene just keeps going. Yeah, like, but I, it's like, there's a bit in Letter Kenny. They exchange a few. There's literally four jokes about you know masturbation. That's it, and that is solid. Nope, that's just Jesus. It, like, there's two ways you can do that joke. Yeah, either you, as soon as it's obvious, you stop. Yeah. Or you keep going. But you go past the point of absurdity. Yeah. Wait, you missed the third option. Don't... You miss. Just don't do it at all. Or don't because the joke's not funny. No. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the way like if you've ever seen like an Auntie Donna sketch or something, often they'll do the same thing. They'll start with a joke that's not inherently isn't funny, but then they stretch it. <laughs> you know, yeah. until you're at the most absurd version of that joke, and then that's the joke. But what makes it work with that, right? On that note, is they when they're starting it, know it's not that funny, so they're exactly using... yeah. Whereas in this film, they think they're being hilarious, so they just prolong that one bit that makes them think that yeah. they're the funniest people on earth. So you end yeah. up with this weird middle ground of just nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with John C. Reilly shouting, "He's a wanker." Yeah, and then. You know, it, it happened. Then, you know, when they caught him, he's like, just don't wank on us. I'm like, oh, God's sake. Oh, uh, yeah, they do it again. <laughs> and then there's a newspaper article. Yeah. Man wanks himself to death. He died doing what he loved. I'm like, Jesus. Do you know what? I I appreciate this question. This is the weirdest phrase I've ever seen in my life. I appreciate a good wank joke. Not three overplayed in the same movie. None of which are good. Yeah, I can appreciate a joke about anything if it's not blindingly obvious and unfunny. Oh, wait, no, four. There's four wanker jokes. There's there's nothing... Yeah. There's nothing creative in those jokes, though. It's just... Again, the the whole he died doing what he loved. Like, who... Everyone's made that joke before. Yeah. Who's the writer? So why? Why bother? This film was... Because they need to be fired. Ethan Cohen, Not to be confused with Ethan Cohen, who is a great screenwriter. Okay, let me ask you a question. What has Ethan Cohen done after this? Mediocracy, uh, no. Men in Black 3, and Madagascar yeah. 2 Escape from Africa. They're his biggest wow. titles. Madagascar he's done those, yeah, he's done. He did co-write Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller. Ah, uh, see... Ben Stiller saved that boy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a yeah. Like I, Holmes and Watson's the only thing I can think of. Listen, Get Hard, where Ethan Cohen is like the main writer. Mm. I feel like he's more of an ideas guy, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He'll come up with yeah, the like ideas. Idi- Idiocracy and Tropic Thunder are both like classic two thousands comedies. You think Will Ferrell owes him a lot of money or something? Yeah, because he's in both of his, like, movies. (laughs) This is... Get Hard is better than this, to be fair. I've avoided Get Hard. Just like I avoided Holmes and Watson until you made us watch it. Sorry. Yeah, Get Hard's not not good either. It's just... It's more competent than this. Which, again, isn't saying much. No. Actually, the whole... It's easy from 
You go. Oh, go for it, go for it. No, you go. Okay, I was going to say, just on the note of this Ethan Cohen guy. Yeah. From what I can see, he worked on Beavis and Butthead for a bit in King of the Hill. Okay. So he seems to be... And, again, having a screen credit on Idiocracy, he seems to be Mike Judge's friend or kind of co-writer, which would kind of explain that what's happened here. So you've got that kind of anti-comedy deliberately uncomfortable thing yeah. but then you take out the genius that is Mike Judge from that and you just get uncomfortable do you think maybe Eaton Cohen's like a co-writer not a main writer yeah because looking through this I don't hate most of the things he's done I quite like a lot of his work hmm. except for the two he did by himself yeah he might just awful. be a co-writer. Please prove me wrong, Ethan Cohen. Or don't try, and then we don't have to sit through another shit film. <laughs> or make Mike Judge make another film. I like Mike Judge a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. We also, since we're, we've not actually delved into the more deeper aspects of Twilight Sucks shit and just complaining, why the absolute living hell did they decide to put a musical number in it? Thank you! Thank you! I'm... Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> I'm sitting there, watching it going, and then you start singing, I'm like, why? This has to, that has to be a contractual obligation for Will Ferrell, right? Is, and... Um... Like, Will Ferrell mm. just wants to sing nowadays. There's, I mean, no sense in any form. It wasn't even remotely funny. Didn't work for anything they were trying to achieve. And it feels like the whole thing was a build-up for the one joke afterwards where he goes, I shouldn't have spent so much time singing, which also was not funny. Which, well, I thought it... like, that's, that's a competent joke in a different movie. I thought it built to the gay you joke know? at the end. You know, the whole when they both say the man I love, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. We still doing this? <laughs> yeah, like, ooh. Really? Like, this movie came out in 2018, we're still doing that joke. Kevin really? James and Adam Sandler did it. Just yeah. let them have I it. I hated it then. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed this film won four Razzies and was nominated that for is, two other ones. That's not surprising. Also, the um, did we catch the uh, Trump joke? Oh, you catch the really subtle, not obvious at all Trump joke? <laughs> How would you have missed that? Yeah. It got weirdly political for us. Yeah! Uh, so we because it was it start yeah it started subtle because he said uh, we celebrate the special relationship I was like that's kind of a fun like nod to like politics cool and then she was like uh, yeah we've got democracy no businessman could just become president and I was like okay okay and then they're like yeah no trumped up and I was like I get it I get it yeah. <laughs> and then they keep going. You get it. <laughs> I just keep going, like, I understand who the president was when this movie came out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think, going back to the singing thing, I think they were trying to rip off Sweeney Todd. They did, yeah, or Birkin Hare. Oh, uh, Birkin Hare movie, yeah. Except those were just musicals <laughs> to begin with. Any movie <laughs> set in Victorian times got ripped off here. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, yeah, that joke of, like, breaking into a musical number... Like when there's a time sensitive matter, and then you know, not getting there on time and going, Oh, I shouldn't have spent all my time singing. That's really funny in like Tangled. 
Yeah. Because that's a thing that happens in Tangled. Yeah. I don't know why that's the first comedy musical I could think of. I, literally, I'm, even when you were saying I'm trying to wrap my brains to think of another movie where like a song like yeah, happens like, and then it ends and like the thing that we're trying to stop like it's happening like oh yeah there's like none. that that's a good joke if you've got musical numbers already yeah and then you do one in a situation like that and then that's the that's yeah that's a clever sort of subversion you can't just put in a musical number no with like ten minutes left of the movie well sorry right. They did in Step Brothers, but it's different. Because it was funny. Because it was a Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked in Step Brothers. So Step Brothers is a funny film throughout, so they can start doing things like adding those really stupid random yeah. jokes because it continues to be funny. But in this, yeah. where it's just constant falling flat and them thinking they've got you, and the whole audience will be laughing when really there's awkward silence. Yeah, someone's yeah. honking. It's like yeah, doors. there's. But uh, yeah, and then they just burst into a blooming <laughs> musical yeah. number, which again is yeah. trying so hard to be hilarious throughout the whole song and then followed up by jokes that all continue to fall the, flat. It just. It's not even. I was gonna say, it's not even in the right place to do that. No. Because there's still more movie afterwards. If you think of like the 40 year old virgin, you know? It's right at the end like, after the wedding. It's right at the very end. It's the most ridiculous you know like, part I love to leave you like... Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's like here's the end of the movie. We're at the, the, the total climax of it. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, we, well, no, you won't. You'll be but, at work. Um, yeah, true. We do this once a week. But then... Um, what was I saying? Four-year-old version. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, and it's the most heightened, ridiculous part of the whole film and it's right at the very end there's no point in doing that bit and then going back to the plot yeah why what was the point apparently comedy oh wait i have a major 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 complaint oh, really? about the ending of this about movie, this great right? movie oh no, nathan i'm sure this is this is on a very different level <laughs> to everything else okay okay since when did the titanic set sail from london yeah Thank you. <laughs> what? Since it meant they can make a shit what? joke about it, that's when. That's when the because it's not. It annoyed me at first, and I was like, okay, maybe they just don't know. Maybe this is a lazy movie. No one did the research. But then they make a Billy Zane joke. I was going to say, like, also you've at least seen the movie Titanic. Since <laughs> Billy Zane got signed on a contract, they were thinking of a Titanic joke. <laughs> so you. So you've at least seen the movie Titanic, so you know it left from Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> you know this. Why are we do In a lazy comedy, all it takes is, oh, Moriarty sent us to Belfast, and then you can do the rest of the jokes as normal. I Just mean, also, care a little bit, please. Also, the Tower Bridge and the Tower of London. London Bridge and uh, Tower Bridge were also fully constructed. No, they weren't. They were like park constructed when Sherlock was shot. When Sherlock was yes. set, sorry. So it's written, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's meant to be like a like a joke but or if it's just lazy, like ugh, can't bother in that out. It's or... pure laziness. Yeah. They want to do a oh, let's stop everyone dying on the Titanic joke. So who no, cares? No. It's not a stop everyone dying. The fact dying. that literally It's a... If all, when all your relatives die, blame John Watson. Yeah. Like, 
Oh god. They wanna do it they wanna do a joke that a lot of people died. Yeah. That's that's very funny, I guess. Can we go back to the start of the movie? Right? Sure. How tall <laughs> is that building that John was gonna throw himself off of? Because oh, I forgot about that joke. Apparently it's tall enough for him not to hear Sherlock clearly enunciating with no other noise around don't land in this garden, but not tall enough for an oversized cucumber, possibly, to save him. Oh, but see, if it didn't save him, then yeah. he couldn't have had that amazing joke about how Watson thought he was getting talked down, but really he was just getting told not to jump there. Yeah, you know? I just want to know how tall that building is. That... Why is Sherlock growing giant vegetables? Why does this movie exist? All questions that don't have good <laughs> answers. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't come... It's not a reference to, like, a Sherlock story. Yeah. And it doesn't come back later in the movie. It just is growing a big vegetable. It's like a Are you saying the joke, joke about Watson landing it's on the big vegetable to survive isn't hilarious? It's Wallace but and yeah, Gromit. You mentioned, you mentioned Wallace and Gromit did it, but, like... The, yeah, it was weird at the very start of Curse of the Way Rabbit, but then it keeps coming back. It's just part of yeah. this story. But what are Wallace There's and no, Gromit? Like, there's no reason for it that why this version of Sherlock would care about big vegetable growth. Why? Oh, wait, oh, wait, I okay. know what it is. I know what it is. It's a penis joke. Remember... I think you're I... giving them too much credit. I think it's just funny watching okay, well, personally, a big is, man fall on a thing. This is where I would say it was, because remember at the, the drunk uh, bit when they're sending the telegram and he says he has the penis of a porcelain doll? Small, probably. Mm-hmm. Him growing a big vegetable that he cleans every day. Oh, God, it's another wanking joke. Is, oh, God, so. That would be subtle. And this movie wouldn't Isn't be subtle, subtle with an innuendo joke. They'd just say it, and then they'd say it 15 more times, and then have a couple <sighs> more scenes, and then do it 15 more times again later. <laughs> maybe, maybe Will Ferrell got really into large vegetables and went, hey, can I have a large vegetable in this movie? It's just, it's pure laziness. It's, mm. it isn't, it wouldn't it be funny if someone grew a big vegetable and then someone broke it? Oh, where'd we put that? <laughs> I don't know, just at the start, sure, whatever. Why is he growing a big vegetable? Who cares? Yeah. John C. Riley fall over, funny. Fucking oh, my day. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> right now, that'd be funny. <laughs> big vegetable. <laughs> Arsehole. I think, though, so, like... To get into a bit more of a civilized conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's now been about half an hour of us just complaining about every part of this movie. Because the movie sucks. This... Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not denying it. I've definitely been happy yeah. about complaining. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm thinking about it. I think one of the things that does not help this movie is that from the start the jokes are falling flat. Because I think yeah. if you were to rewatch this movie and like take note of like every actual joke, there's probably quite a few semi-decent ones that would definitely work in different contexts. Yeah. I think I'm I'm just thinking about filming because every time they try and make a joke before a good one, it's so awful that when they get something, it's not even a good joke, just, you know, mediocre or barely acceptable, it falls a lot flatter than it would and, and if it was in a film like A Step Brother or something like that because you don't want to laugh at this film because you don't want to give it any credit. That's true. That's what, like, like an Adam McKay film or a David Zucker film has over this, is there a lot more rapid fire with their jokes as well? 
Mm. So if something falls flat, you barely have time to register it before the next much better joke happens. Yeah. This film lingers. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there's jokes I I don't find funny in Step Brothers or Anchorman. Of course. But I can't remember them because there's... Yeah. Yeah. They'll immediately tell a better joke. Yeah. That's the the thing with comedy. Like, you're going to get at least one joke that's had a mess with someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the jokes that we laughed at at certain movies, other people would sit and go, why is that funny? You know what I mean? Like, genuinely, maybe the most, like, iconic, like, breakneck comedy film of all time would be Airplane, right? Yeah. If you stuck Airplane on right now, I could point out, like, 20, 25 jokes that do not work in that movie. But who cares? Because the ones that do work are mm-hmm. incredible. <laughs> Was that the one with Surely You Can't Be Serious? Yeah, Surely You Can't Be Serious. I am serious. Don't, Don't call, call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> Great joke! Like, <clears throat> there's enough, yeah, there's enough brilliant wordplay and, like, great comedic performances and slapstick that, yeah, I don't really, I don't really care that the bit where the kid says, I like my coffee like I like my women isn't funny because yeah. the next bit is, you know? So. Well, it's this film, it's like, that wasn't funny, I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> As... Nathan, I asked this question to Josh. I don't know if you heard it, because uh, when you were muted and like dodging between muting and no headphones, I'm gonna call you back to episode two. Yes, what's worse, Dragon Ball? Yeah, this or Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, right. I'm gonna give you two answers here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have two answers, and I feel like this this sums up why, like, what our show is almost, and why we do this. On a technical level, right? You're talking like writing, cinematography, performances. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Evolution is worse than Holmes and Watson. Okay. Because Holmes and Watson is a competent, real movie. Okay. <laughs> if you're talking, if you're talking, which one I want to watch again? Yeah. I want to see Dragon Ball Evolution. Wow. Yeah, I don't blame right? him. <laughs> I want to watch Dragon Ball Evolution. I will watch Dragon Ball Evolution eighteen more times before I ever consider watching Holmes and Watson again. Josh, what's worse? You see, I, I vaguely agree with Nathan here, but I don't agree with the fact that he just called Holmes and Watson a competent movie. <laughs> no, I think I'm just saying there's not a house party set in a castle yeah, in this movie. Okay? Like that's that's what I mean. Like I think in terms of like as a film, in terms of like filmography and that stuff, then on paper, Holmes and Watson is better. Better. No, I'm not saying it's even remotely good, but it's better. Than mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Evolution, yeah. But on that note, that's all on paper. I think yeah. when you break it down, you're, if you're to write essays and stuff, sure that'd be the case. But I think in every other context of existence, Dragon Ball Evolution's better purely on the basis of you can watch it again and not want to kill yourself. That's, <laughs> that's a, it's so fun. I think yeah. Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution has done that thing where although it's not technically a B movie. It's it's got that feel so that when you're watching it and it's bad, you can kind of get into it and kind of enjoy the awfulness of it. Whereas Holmes and Watson is a high budget, high production film where they've spent a lot yeah. of time and they've got like all these stars and everything like that. So on paper, that whole will be stuff that leads up to being good. And it's not even then bad in the sense that it's enjoyable. It's bad in the sense that every minute of that film is just just crap. Yeah, it makes me sad. 
Like, yeah. yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution makes me laugh. Like, it, it, I had a yeah, smile on my face the whole yeah. time. It's a gr- Like, I, I like watching that movie. This, no, this just makes me upset. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you, Ty? What do you think? Um... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna have to agree with you. I I would watch Dragon Ball Evolution way more times than yeah it, at, to the point that if someone suggested Sherlock like Holmes and Watson they would be thrown out of the house <laughs> literally yeah that's a friend you don't want to keep around anymore <laughs> yeah, like like if someone said to me that they liked Holmes and Watson. I assume that person murders puppies. And I don't think I'd be wrong. I presume they've just got the name of the Guy Ritchie movie wrong. What are... You know, they're just confused. They they meant Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> they didn't mean Holmes and Watson. All right, yeah. Because, you know... That's what, I, that's what I would presume. They like the Downey Jr. one. Yeah, yeah. I'd turn around and go, who's the, who's the main cast? Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Okay, get out. Get out. Just get out of the house. Yeah, like if... But, no, 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 no. Just leave. But yeah. But oh, before we uh, before we do anything else, I've got one public service announcement I need to make. Okay. Yeah. Probably a good PSA. Um, yeah. Um, I want to state right now. Uh, I've made mistakes. Uh, and I want to make amends for them. So if the, if anyone that worked on the movie Mars Needs Moms is listening right now. Uh, I apologize. I was wrong. I was mean. I was harsh. I shouldn't yeah. have said what I said. Mm. I've learned the error of my ways. Um, and Come if on, anyone baby. that worked on Holmes and Watson is listening, <laughs> please stop listening. I don't want <laughs> Producers at Marzi's Bombs. Come on, baby. We both said some hurtful things. Take me back. I'm sure I'm we can work Genuinely. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was watching Combs and Watson, how mean I was about Marcy's mums. And I was like, there was such an like passion in that movie and yeah. like an attempt to do something and tell an interesting story. Mm. I feel bad now because I know how bad it can get. Oh well I'd I'd also like to be mates. Tim Burton, I'm sorry I dug into Ed with seven hands <laughs> that badly. It's it's still a bad movie, but it's not trash. I apologize. There we go. Okay, since we're all we're all doing our apologies here, <clears throat> I'd like to take this moment to apologize to Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly. I want to apologize <laughs> that you had to go through the making of this utter piece of garbage <laughs> and that you'll always be remembered for being in this film. I am oh, sorry man. that your careers have taken such a turn that this is what you have to do in your lives. I am sorry. Mm. Hopefully it gets better soon. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> like, I know what the next thing I'm supposed to say is, <laughs> but I don't know if it's worth it, but for formatting reasons. Yeah. Josh, yeah. would you recommend this movie? To Adolf Hitler? Yeah, sure. <laughs> to any other human in existence? Nah. Uh, his favourite movie was King Kong. Just give me a Checks out, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, they took a. I don't want to get into the. Yeah. Watch the watch yeah, the we're... scene from *Inglorious Bastards*. You'll get the joke I was no, gonna I, make. I, I Ty. already got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, would you recommend this movie? 
considering I don't kill puppies, no, I would not recommend this movie. Yeah, fair enough. I also don't recommend this movie. Good. Um, if you can believe it. We can all be uh, friends still. <laughs> and let's get this last bit over and done with. Uh, let's taint the uh, phrase we came up with. Let's 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 ruin our own little creation here, Josh. Is this a midnight screening? Well, I think if you're you're with the lads, you've had a couple of beers, you know, you're chilling out, you got some pizza, then you could you could flick up Netflix and pick any other film. No, it's not a midnight screening. It's never a screening. I don't know how many times I've got to say this. Me there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was gonna ask you to leave. <laughs> I was like, he's he's built into it. He's built. He has to be. Josh understands comedic. Oh, thank God. Josh understands comedy. He's building. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not even remotely close to a midnight screening. Like mm-hmm. midnight screening, even if you want a stupid slapstick comedy, you know, there's you want one that's good. There's nothing worse than a bad comedy that's trying to be good that nothing mm. makes you laugh in, especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to chill out. So no. Yeah. Definitely not a minute. Take note, Ethan Cohen. That's how you do a subversion. (laughs) (laughs) Ty, is this a midnight screening? Well, ever since I was a boy, I've wanted to be gang-beaten for a choice of a movie. No, Nathan, it's not a bloody (laughs) midnight screening. Yeah, um... Oh, we're going to draw out. No, it's not. It's not. (laughs) Just, we're just done with this now. It's over. Okay, right. I'm going to move us on to bigger, better things. Josh, what is next week's movie? Yeah. Week? You know, this is a problem. Usually at least have a time to think about it, but I've been so caught up in, like, what what we're going to get to complain about here. I've not thought about this. So, I mean, a few options I've got spitballing here. Yep. I think my favourite one is probably, The sky is falling! The sky is falling! Yeah. Okay, quoting from a different movie. Interesting, yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we get it. now everyone's going to think, oh, they're going to talk about Chicken Little. But no, we would never talk about Chicken Little as well as Holmes and Watson two weeks Not in a row. Not after this. No. <laughs> Check us into an asylum if we'd watch Chicken Little after Holmes and Watson. <laughs> no. We're... Little head- I'm, I'm actually excited for next week's film. Yeah, oh, I'm excited for next week's film. film. I don't even think it's a great film. I'm just so happy that it's a, not a bad film. Okay, we're really going to have to talk then, Joshy boy. <laughs> that's on next week. That's on next week. I'm yeah, not seeing it in a few so years. Tune in, tune in next week to find out what Josh was talking about there. As always, thank you for listening to us losing our minds here. <laughs> I want to thank... I want to thank my co-hosts Josh and Ty as well yeah, as our wonderful editor is pre-built on YouTube. His links will be in the description below, followed by the links for the show and our personal socials. If you want to follow us anywhere, you can do that. As of recording, I just secured at needs a name on Twitter. Okay. So follow me there. That's big for me because it finally matches the brand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you my Twitter rap matches because I can't put at Nathan needs a username because it's too many uh, characters. Oh, so it's currently needs an at. It's it's needs a is it needs an at? I, I changed it a couple of times recently because I'm trying to get it. I'm currently it's... needing name. Sorry, at needing name oh, on it Twitter. Is now. It just updated. That's yeah, it's better, right? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd and 
follow the show and what's next? Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, why not check out the Nathan Needs to Username YouTube channel? All of these episodes are live on there every week at the same time, as well as my ramblings about other things. If you like this, but you want to hear just me ramble without to no one, to just just me, then do that. That was bad. If you are on YouTube and you want to hear us on the go, check out the Spotify page for Midnight Screening. As I said before, all links will be in the description below. I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. That's that. Ta-ta, people.